This podcast is brought to you by Shift Management Supervisory Leadership Certificate Course, where online learning and live web coaching bring out the very best in frontline and middle managers. Move from operations to management thinking and develop the skills for leadership, reaching your company goals at the same time. Check out our Supervisory Leadership Certificate Course on the shiftworkplace.com website today. Welcome to the Culture and Leadership Connections solo episode number three. This is part of a series of three, and so this is the final one, where I'm going to talk just a little bit myself, not in an interview, but talk with my own ideas about leading without power. And I picked that up as a theme because oftentimes people feel they don't have power when they do, or feel they do have power when they don't, or they're affected by unconscious things that stop them from actually using the power that they have. And that's what I wanted to talk about. So today is about the power that we don't use that we actually have because we're limited by our unconscious beliefs. To get back our power, we can use a special technique called laddering down, which is a questioning technique to find out where the core belief is and how that's affecting the way that you see the world and your leadership. But I'm going to get to that a little bit later. So first, I'll explain something about this concept of being limited by unconscious beliefs. Basically, we become what we think we are. And our lives are a direct reflection of what we believe they should be, not what they actually are, what they could be. So whatever your life is now, you have unconsciously created that reality around you. Now, if you're, for example, in a war-torn country, you didn't create the war that's affecting you. If you're in a situation where there's poverty around you, you didn't create poverty, you just happen to be born into it. But the actual steps that you take to be a part of a life that you have created are always a reflection of your unconscious beliefs about what the world is and who you are in that world. Interestingly, even in the face of research that has evidence completely to the contrary, people deny what's right in front of them. One example would be that really beautiful women believe they're ugly. Even though everyone else tells them they're beautiful, even they look in the mirror and they see the evidence of beauty, they still believe they're ugly and they still act as if they were ugly. That's an example of how unconscious beliefs can color and negatively affect the way that you see the world. And I have a great story about this. I was doing an interview for a client for a contract and I was speaking to the person I was interviewing and he said to me that he was doing some cultural awareness training in Asia at some point. And there were two groups of trainees. There were people that were born in China and surrounding Asian countries. And then there were people who were from Europe and from the West. And they were involved with a facilitator in a cultural awareness training exercise where they had to consider what was unethical behavior. And they were given a series of types of behaviors and they had to raise them as being more or less unethical. And one of the behaviors was, for example, not following through if a friend asks you to do a favor and you don't follow through on the favor when you said you would do it. Another one was cheating on your husband or wife. So they ranged in what would consider to be a hierarchy of unethical behaviors. Interestingly, all of the Chinese and other surrounding Asian country participants rated the most unethical behaviors as those that had to do with your relationships with people that you had made a promise to and had to do with saving face with that person you'd made a promise to. So the most unethical behavior was not following through on a promise that you had made to a friend or if somebody asked you to do something for them and you refused to do that for them. That was for Asians the most unethical behavior. 
and the people on the other side who are from Europe and from the North American continent, for them the most unethical behaviors were cheating on your spouse, vandalizing a house, and doing things that would be considered criminal. So both groups realized after the debrief that their understanding of what was unethical came entirely from their cultural background. And even though they understood where the other group came from, and they could explain quite clearly what each group held as values, none of them chose to change their values because it's ingrained in you. It's really deeply inside of you. And it's not something that you just pick up and change. So even though people understood each other's point of view, they did not change their position, their belief, and didn't show any interest in doing that, in trying to understand how the other group could see this behavior as being unethical in a way that they would really feel it. So it's interesting that even when we understand each other, we still don't change our unconscious beliefs and even our conscious ones. So beliefs are like internal commands to interpret what we see. If we change our thoughts, we change our beliefs. And when we change our beliefs, we change our behavior. It's the way we believe the world should be that we behave. So if we start to behave differently, then we will believe differently about who we are. You can go in either direction. Here's an example for the workplace. If you believe people always perform poorly and that you need to correct them constantly to eliminate mistakes, what you will get is poor performers who make more and more mistakes that you have to correct because that's the reality you created. If you believe you're only going to be able to move up in an organization, if you push others down and win, so they always lose, you always win, then that's what you're going to get. <laughs> if you believe the world is competitive, then you will find that the world is competitive. If you believe the world is cooperative, you'll find the world is cooperative. I have a friend who was telling me that she was on a bus with a few ladies who were the same age as her. And they were talking together on the bus and the other two ladies were saying how much they felt that young people were impolite and discourteous and always doing things that were inappropriate in public. And she said that she had never experienced anything like that from young people, yet these three women all took the same bus together. The woman who didn't believe that young people were discourteous or that they were likely to do something rude never experienced that because that's not what she believed. And the others who did believe that that's what young people were likely to do only experienced those negative behaviors. So the question is that you might fall by mistake into a situation that feels wrong for you at work. And you can go, you know what, this is like the poverty situation, or this is like the war-torn country situation. I didn't ask for this. This is not something that I created through my own belief system. It's something that happened to me. Then you want to ask yourself, well, what can I learn from this situation? And what do I believe as a result of it? So there are certainly situations that are beyond our control, and there are work situations that are beyond our control. But the way we believe things are likely to happen often determines the outcome or our interpretation of the outcome. And unless we continue to think of ways to learn from those situations, we keep facing similar challenges. So belief is so significant, it can even change the hormonal messages from your brain. I read a very interesting book last year about girls that were brought up as boys in Afghanistan when the family would have girls and no sons. And so they would choose, I don't know that they do that now, but in the past they would choose a girl who would become the token boy and they would raise her as a boy in the family, which as you can imagine when she reached her puberty would have caused a lot of strange things happening. However, it didn't cause strange things happening for all of these girls who were brought up as boys about half of them actually never developed as women. So because they believed they were boys, even though there was clear evidence that they were not, 
they did not develop and their hormonal messages from the brain didn't turn them into becoming women. They believed they were destined to play the role of a man and their brain then created the body that would make it easier for them to do so. Isn't that amazing? So you want to ask yourself, how do you know what you believe about yourself? Because it's not like you know what those core beliefs are. They're unconscious to you. You grew up with them as a result of your environment and you develop them in response to that environment and the people around you. So how do you discover them? Ah, this is where the strategy of laddering down comes in handy. And I got this from the Mindfulness Muse that has some really awesome articles and techniques in it. So I recommend that you go and take a look at it. So this is called laddering. What you do is you start with a strong statement and that statement is about money, health, or relationships. That's a great way to get to the matter of anything very quickly. And you can also use you know, what you believe about work or managers or jobs, but I would start with money, health, or relationships because that always gets to the heart of the matter pretty fast and then you can look at the other ones afterwards. You make the strong statement and then you keep making referring statements about what that means. I'm going to demonstrate that. But once you know what that belief is, you can start thinking, well, is this serving me? And is this the story I want to keep telling myself? Because when you change that story, you change your behavior, you change your beliefs, you are likely to have more control. So in a situation where you don't have power, you maybe do have power. You just aren't using it because your beliefs could be limiting you. So here's the laddering down technique demonstrated. So let's say you start with this. I have no control over my workday. This is a work statement. I have no control over my workday. So that's a strong statement that you would make. What if I have no control over my workday? What will that mean? That's the question you use to ladder down. Ah, it means I'm in firefighting mode all day. What if I'm in firefighting mode all day? What will that mean? It means I will jump whenever my boss, my crew, or my customer wants something. What if I jump whenever my boss, my crew, or my customer wants something? What does it mean? It means I'll lose my job if I don't please them. What if I lose my job? What will it mean? (laughs) Now, at that point, you might say, I'd be relieved, in which case you want to ask yourself why you're doing that job. Or you might say, I feel incompetent. Nobody will respect me if I don't please other people. I am unworthy unless I please other people all the time. Then you're going to go, wait a minute. Is that true? (laughs) And that's when you can start to investigate whether this story is working for you. Now, I'm going to give you another same scenario, but it's going to come out a little bit differently because the answers will be different when you start laddering down. So it starts out the same way. I have no control over my workday. There's the strong statement. What if I have no control over my workday? What will it mean? It means I'm in the firefighting mode all day. What if I'm in firefighting mode all day? What does it mean? It means I jump whenever my boss, my crew, or my customer wants something. Well, what if I jump whenever my boss, crew, or customer wants something? What does it mean? It means it isn't my fault if things don't get prioritized, finished, or done correctly. What if it isn't my fault if things don't get prioritized or finished or done correctly? What does it mean? It means I avoid blaming myself or getting blamed because I didn't do anything wrong, so I don't have to change anything. My job is to avoid getting blamed and keep everything the way it is so I don't have to change anything. That's what keeps me comfortable. Whoa, there's a big revelation too. So whether you have the revelation that you're incompetent or that you're relieved that you don't have the job or whether you have the relationship that you are in the let me avoid getting blamed mode, this is all very useful information because then you can see your story for what it is and say, hey, is this really the story that I want to keep living? And that is when your unconscious beliefs become conscious and you gain power. 
So in this situation of leading without power, you're leading without power because you are unconscious of your own beliefs. But once you become conscious of them, you gain power. You become the master of your beliefs instead of your beliefs driving you unconsciously. Isn't that cool? So I think you should try it out yourself. This is an action item. Try the laddering technique. Make a strong statement about work, about bosses, about your role as a manager or how, whatever your role is. Make a strong statement about health, wealth, money, relationships, and then start laddering down what if and what does it mean until you get to what the core belief really is. And that is going to be extremely useful. Now, I'm going to just give you a few of those starters just in case you're stuck on how you should be starting out with this. So here's the wealth one, the money one. People might say, I'm always in debt. Okay, that's a strong statement. You could start laddering down with that. They might say, it's, oh, it's hard to make money. That's a strong statement. Start with that. They might say, money doesn't grow on trees. Or you can start with that one, right? Rich people are not kind. Whatever. Pick something about money and start laddering down. What if rich people are unkind? What does it mean? means I can't be a, a rich because that would make me unkind. So you have to keep well laddering down until you find what that is. Or health. Start with something like this. I can't lose weight. Then ladder down. Or I don't have the discipline to eat healthy food. Ladder down. Where does that come from? What does that mean? Right? Our relationships. There are no good men out there. There are no good women out there. Or after age 30, all the best ones are taken. Or I always fall into the same trap with relationships. Make a statement that sounds like it's going to take you to the, what the core belief is if you ladder down and see what that does for getting you back into your power, right? I think this could be quite useful for you. So there you go. This is the last of the Leading Without Power series, and it's about gaining power internally. I hope you enjoyed the series, and if you missed the first two, you can go back and uh, check them out. It's solo podcast one and two, and this is three, and we're just going to move on from there. Remember that if you have any great incidents or ideas about work that you would like to have me discuss on the podcast, I would be most gratified to hear from you if you could email me, marie at shiftworkplace.com. That would be so wonderful. And I would also love it if you would rate the podcast because we have not yet had many ratings and those ratings help to bring it up so that other people can find the podcast. So if you like the Culture and Leadership podcast and you would like to share it with other people, please rate it so that we can move forward with getting more listeners. Thanks for joining me and have a wonderful day. May culture and leadership connection continue to inspire and guide your day. Thank you for listening to the solo episodes of the culture and leadership connections podcast. I hope you enjoyed this one and that you will consider submitting one of yours to marie at shiftworkplace.com so that everyone can benefit from learning from your example. Thanks again for listening, and may culture and leadership connections continue to guide and inspire your day.